What's up, guys? This is your last chance to submit some spooky, scary stories to the podcast. Okay, I'm putting it down below. Um, because next week's episode is a big Halloween-themed one where I'm going to be reading some of the scariest things I've heard of from you and from myself. Doesn't necessarily have to be Halloween-themed, you know, like whatever just genuinely terrifies you, something that's happened. Uh, a couple years ago, I told the time where I almost got organ harvested. So, you know, it wasn't Halloween-themed, but ha you know, spooky nonetheless. So could be someone just breaking into your house. You hear a loud noise, a spiritual phenomenon, something you haven't quite understood. Doesn't have to have a perfect conclusion, but I'm just looking for something fun and to be scared. Okay. I want to be spooked. I want to be, you know, let's get into the spirit a little bit. Looking forward to that. So please send those. Just make sure it is real. That is the only requirement. Really make sure that it actually happened to you. Okay. So don't try and tell me something else. Don't make one up. And also, don't go out and make something happen. Like, if you don't have any, just, you don't have any. That's fine. You don't got to submit anything. Um, yeah, do not put yourself in a weird, awkward, scary position or try and scare somebody else just to have something to say. That's completely fine. We need less and less axe wheeling maniacs in the world. Um, which would be a really interesting story, though. Like, I'm getting stories and I'm telling them from the perspective of the victim. Like, I just I got so freaked out. Something happened. There was someone in the walls. And then you have the other side of the story where it's like, yeah, man, I was in the walls. This guy was at home having a good time. And I was just fogging up his window. Scared the crap right out of him. You should have been there, man. Yeah, don't do that. Don't try and be the villain of the spooky stories. Don't be the ghost. Um, unless you are already there and you already have them, then, you know, by all means, tell them. But just don't go out and cause... Um, some evil. But, yes, I will see you there. Submit me something crazy, and let's get our Halloween! <laughs> oh, yes. Sorry. They're sharper than you like them to be. Ah, it's like, it's cut my bone! It's so nice! Hey, hey, hey! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Full Circus. Happy to be here with you guys, man. Um, if my hair looks a little bit different, that's because after I recorded that intro, admittedly, I got peckish. Okay, let it be known that when Tristan Sartoris gets a little hungry, um, he does choose snacks and, and food over doing the podcast immediately, you know. But here's the deal. If I was to come on here with an empty stomach kind of mood and, and try and present to you my case, it wouldn't be the same. You know, Snickers, you're not you when you're hungry. Full circus with Tristan Sartoris? If I can't be me, who who's full circus with? It's not even a full circus, it's a sad circus. And I don't know if you've ever been to a sad circus, but, uh, you know, when the clowns are just bummed out and the elephants aren't as plump as you'd like them to be, people are falling off the trapeze and the unicycles are squeaking, it's not a good time. So, really, what I'm trying to gaslight you into believing is that it's a good thing that I left for a little bit to go and eat. So, I'm just asking for a round of applause. Way to go, Tristan. You ate your food. Like a normal person, you know? Sure, you wait a bit too long until you got hungry, but you went and did it, you know? Good on ya! I miss those days. You know when people would celebrate you and they'd hold you up and go, My boy, my boy, my boy, he cleaned his plate. They don't do that anymore. Nobody celebrates when I eat my whole dinner. It's just, it's not the same. Because, you know, at a certain point you get carried away. And you, you get your kid to love food, and he, like, starts loving food. You're like, my boy, my boy, dear God, oh, no, what have we done? It's hard. It's like teaching them to ride a bike, but then there's, like, a hill. You're like, there we go, there's a go, oh, oh, we shouldn't have done this. And that's what it's like. 
I don't get applauded. I'll walk into my mom's room with an empty bag of Doritos and a whole empty tray of Oreos. And I go, Mom, check it out. I'm the man. And nothing. Nobody goes, holy crap, he did it. We love it. Way to lick your plate. Nothing. No props. No just desserts. Literally, no desserts. <laughs> it's dear God, we got to get him to lose some weight. But I'm, I'm trying to get that from you guys. You know, that's why I came on here and I talked about my sandwich. I cut it nice evenly into triangles, kind of wide triangle. You know, I don't know what that is. I Look, I don't know the geometry. Okay, it's not math. It's art. And it was delicious. So I was happy to eat and I'm happy to be here with you guys. Um, <laughs> it's October. It's splendid. We know this. It's a beautiful time. I mean, not only is it a great month and I love to be in the fall and in the presence, but we also have a a couple family birthdays. So I do like the whole familial, you know, events, the times where you can just spend with your family. I, it was my brother's birthday on the 3rd. We celebrated hard. We ate cake. We played cards. He knew what I was getting him for his birthday. I told him ahead of time. I went and bought a baseball glove and they're like 50 bucks or whatever. And no one else had one. I'm like, oh. I thought, you know, someone was going to get a glove so we could play. And like, yeah, I'm not spending 50 bucks on a glove. So I told him straight up, like, hey, <laughs> guess what you're getting for your birthday? I'm not playing catch alone. So I got him a glove and we've been loving it. It was my mom's birthday. It's always great to hang out with the family. Dude, I just, I love my family, man. And if you don't love my family, what's the matter with you? No, I just, you know, not only is family great, but it's like, it's good to be with your kind you know, like-minded individuals, creatures. It's funny hearing, like, um, my sister-in-law. That's about what it's called? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> my brother's wife. It's funny to hear just, like, an outside perspective. She was trying to, like, playfully make fun of him and talk about something. She's like, dude, we were talking yesterday, and Carlton said, if I had one wish, you know what I would wish for? And I said, what? And he says, a McDonald's apple pie and it was supposed to be kind of like this joking like oh look at this guy this idiot let's embarrass him like you know playfully and what she was expecting to be like a, a raz you know so they go oh you freaking idiot we went freaking right you know <laughs> that's a good idea so then the whole conversation instead of making fun of him switched to, dude we do need apple pies if i i would like to change my witch please screw world peace i want an apple pie now and that's just kind of the beauty of family it's just a bunch of idiots you know I mean, unless you come from a smart family, you're probably a smarter guy, and then you like being around them. But I do love being around them. I like having fun. I like just just having a time, dude. But yeah, embracing the the spooky season as such. Embracing the maybe you know maybe that's linked to the psychology of why I like fall. Who knows? But now I'm really just craving an apple pie. Will I shut the podcast off again to go eat? Mm, we'll see. If it jump cuts and my hair is like completely dried and disheveled, that means it's the next morning. And just know that I am riding the highs. But yeah, what else is going on, man? Oh, dude, my friend, my best friend, Drew Decker, just got engaged. How about that? Congratulations to Drew and his girlfriend, um, you know, or fiance, dude. It's really cool. That's the first friend of mine to get engaged. And if you thought you were a friend of mine and you've already been engaged, sorry. I, you know, I don't know of any. And I, I hope, you know, I don't want that to mean that we're not friends. It just means that I yeah, I wasn't alerted to it. I didn't know. But as for now, Drew is chronologically in first place in the race. And that's cool. So it's, it's, it's crazy, dude, at this age, like, man, getting married. Because 
like anything, dude, you always forget as you're getting older. You're like, man, is it too early? Is it too old to be driving? You know, people get apartments and houses and, you know, uh, mortgages. I'm like, what the frick? I was just, you know, I'm decorating. I'm having fun. My biggest mission today was to put on this flannel and rock the fall attire. Um, but, yeah, it's really cool. I'm super happy for him. He seems stoked and and that's what's going on with him. I just want to announce that and give him his props, just desserts, because people just don't celebrate each other anymore, all right? Whether you're eating your plate or getting engaged, you know? Now, one might be, like, he's getting a little bit more props than I did for, you know, having a late dinner, but still, you know, I'm out here trying, okay? But in uh, equal life-changing news, guys, update, I cleaned up my room... <laughs> In the podcast, I have reorganized it all from head to toe. It's actually what I was doing when I got the news that he was engaged. I was like, holy crap, that's huge. Now, I'm going to try and mount this thing on the side. And I thought that was a big deal. Um, again, I didn't get prompts, but it's it's different. That's the guy. Dude, don't make me the best man or I will make the speech entirely about me. Okay? I will, I will go there and I will just talk about me the whole time. Uh, you know, it's just like, so, I remember when I got the news, okay? I just finished a bowl of cereal, and then I was like, you know, it's pretty dark in here, let me hang some lights. And, yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that as a best man. But it's it's gotta be tricky. You know, I've never been a best man. But, uh, I think that's a, that's a difficult spot to be in, you know? Like, even as a groomsman, I was a groomsman at my brother's wedding, and there's just kind of this importance that you feel a little bit you know even though you're not in the, the center you know might not be the quarterback but like i'm on the team I'm, I'm on i'm in the front and like people can't really get the view of the spectacle without glancing over and seeing me and you're like okay i just got to dial it in and uh and just kind of submit to that and, uh, and play your part right that's what it's all about playing your part but what do you do when you're the best man right like that's the title it's the Best man. Hey, play your role. Okay, best man, right? Here's me, everyone else, you know? It's hard not to get carried away, but you have to remember, it's not about you. But I don't know why they give it a freaking title like that. You're the best man? So, it's difficult. It's difficult. I, 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 I can't imagine doing that and not being uh, horrible. I can't imagine anybody doing it and not being horrible. Here's what I would be worried about in selecting a best man is like, not only is it a representation of, of your closeness, you usually pick your brother or whatever, but it's also kind of like, <laughs> this is not only just this person I've known longest or I'm closest to, but it's, it's almost like a, in my whole circle, this guy's the best. So there is a feeling, you know, no matter what wedding you go to, if you're kind of in the group, and to some extent you go, I freaking lost to this guy. You know, and he could be having a bad day. He could not be polite. His manners could be wrong. The speech might not be great, but you're like, um, you know, I can't, I, I'm better than this. You know, I feel like I could be the best man in some sense, but yeah, I don't know, dude. Don't again, don't make me the best man. I, but I would knock the speech. I would knock out the park, dude. After the standing ovation, people would be like, oh yeah, there's a wedding. Maybe maybe there's some truth to that. Maybe I wouldn't be. Because the fact that I just said I'm focused on my own, like, <laughs> I'm going to be floored it. I'm doing a freaking set. They're going to be laughing, and they'd be so focused on me. I'm too egotistical, dude. Again, but it's all about playing your part, knowing what you're meant to be doing. I don't know if I would want to <laughs> hire uh, a best man that's genuinely 
you know, your closest. Because, yeah, you do. You use your brother or your, your best friend or whoever's just really close to you like that. But I think... Here's an idea. Skip the details and the plots. These are some of my interesting thoughts. Hmm. That, you know, in your wedding, like, sure, this might be the person you're closest to, but are they really fully equipped to be the best man? Like, the best man, he's supposed to be the guy in charge. He he leads the rings and the speech, and he's just, you know, an all-around stand-up guy. And sometimes... If you're not close to somebody like that, what do you do, you know? So I'm thinking maybe you just hire somebody to just come in and just play the part. He just acts. Oh, I am the best man. Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> so nice to see you. Of course I have the rings. I had them the whole time. How did you guys like the uh, freaking bachelor party? Forgot the name of it for a second, but that was because my, you know, my non-performance professional brain. For, uh, whatever. I'm back here. I just want to say you all look beautiful. I remember when these two first met. Okay, it was insane. I was not cleaning my room or doing something stupid or childish like that. I had just finished filing my taxes. <laughs> Eve, was that guy evil laughing? Um, but yeah, dude, and a freaking professional best man? That's a good idea. Dude, same with maid of honor. If you don't have somebody in your circle that can make you look good, because that's what it is. It makes you look you're like, oh, this is the top of your food chain. This is the kind of people you surround yourself with. This is your best man. This is your maid of honor? Heck yeah. I want to meet more of them. I think that's a genius idea. And some of you might be saying that's not fair you know you're taking away the the uniqueness the specialness of the event it's just all performance based but aren't weddings kind of already oh what did he say dude i feel like weddings in some ways suck um no but what i mean by that is i feel like there's just a lot of the wedding is just so showman you know, like it's almost not about the people getting married at a certain point. And I don't know if that's tradition. You know, I don't think it's through any fault of the people planning it. But I think that like the food, for example, you know, how often do you go to a wedding? The food just sucks. Right. Because there's like this this notion that all these people are coming and we have to impress them and make it more grandiose and special, and spectacular, whatever. And it's just it's just awful. You know, from top down, to, it's just it's not. I don't feel like it really encapsulates the people themselves. I feel like other people are trying to put on a show, trying to make all the guests feel feel welcome and comfortable and, and impressed or something. So you'll go somewhere like, oh, you know, we're having Egyptian barbecue. And you're like, what the frick is that? I don't know. I don't, what do you mean? And they're like, I, I, I've never had it either, but it had a lot of stars on Yelp. And, you know, I don't feel like... That's fair. I feel like people are just trying to do the thing that feels safe or, or cool. It's like, oh, we're having Mediterranean stinky bean soup. I, I don't, I hate it, you know, but the, the plating is, is so fancy and, you know, it costs a lot of money. So everyone, you know, it just, it doesn't feel like it's, it's all about the people getting married. Sometimes it feels like it's for everyone else. And I'd be curious. And I've never been married. I would like to ask other people who have, had a wedding and a, a ceremony and a reception and be like, hey, were you making all the decisions because you thought these were going to be the most fun, the most comfortable? Like for me, I'd like to let's just have freaking pizza and spaghetti. You know, if you're doing what you really wanted to do and you weren't thinking like, I got to do this or your mother-in-law's like, yeah, we got to have the seating right and the arrangements of the tablecloths and the event and the sign and the songs. Like what? I don't know what else goes into it, but I feel like, <laughs> again, total outside perspective that people are so focused on the throwing of the party and everyone else that they're not even like, you know, 
focusing on them and then together because you're the host of the party, right? If you throw the wedding, that's not fair. That's like a king being crowned. Does he throw the coronation himself? No, just walks out and people do everything else. Is it perfect? Maybe it been every single decision he wanted, but at least he was able to just enjoy it because he's not the host, right? Like only Monica Geller could get away with that and just be into the stress and the fears and the, the tension that goes into everything. But I feel like in weddings, like, oh man, is the food good? You guys like it? Everything okay? I feel like there's just so much that goes into it. But I could be wrong. But if I'm not, uh, hire a real best man and just just go all in, okay? I think that could have a good business opportunity if everyone wants to invest in that. It's just all about traditions, I think. And I'm not a big fan of traditions. We know this, dude. I think traditions suck. I think they're the worst, especially holiday traditions. And you just get sucked into them. You're just doing that. You're like, okay, well, I guess now every Christmas Eve we stand on the corner of this and sucks on Bad Time Avenue and just yell ho 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 into the night because this is what grandma did 48 years ago and I married into this crap and now I gotta do it all the time and god forbid if you're the child of one of these people you don't even get a say right at least if you like dating this person you you chose this life you know the child who's born into a bunch of crappy auditions that's not his fault he's gotta be doing this now I think I think when you get married, tradition should just go out the window and you're like, okay, we're just going to make everything new from the beginning because, or, or, you know, when you meet someone, that's the first thing you talk about. Okay. No more politics and beliefs and morals and values. I don't care about that. When you sit down with somebody and say, Hey, what are you doing for Easter? Okay. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need all this. I need to know where we're lined up because if you tell me on Easter, we do a 11 act dramatic reading of the, the, resurrection of Christ, but we do it in Easter outfits, I say, okay, bye-bye, you know? You gotta be straight up with that. And people could get away with it and try and hold on to their traditions till after you're married. Like, I can't believe we're doing this! What do you mean? What do you mean you don't believe in sugar on Halloween? You give out apple slices and floss? Forget about it! That's not cool, okay? So I think at least it's up to you to sniff that out, because traditions are just the worst. Okay, don't fall into a bad tradition and then now all your kids have to suffer forever. Just a, a scroll. <sighs> Generations forever. Your lineage is now going to be tormented and have to go through the worst things just because you decided on it. I think you should always reset no matter what you've done. You were like, all right, let's just or at least every five years go. OK, are we having fun with this? Like, is anybody? You know, about it. Grandma did this and, you know, we didn't have internet. We couldn't have just turned on the Grinch. Like, there was nothing cool going on. Let's be honest, okay? And, uh, I'd be curious to see how many traditions die off if people approached it with that mentality. Like, yeah, maybe this is awful. Let's check it out. So, it's up to you. Um, it's up to you to figure that out. There's too many bad traditions in the world. Have you heard some people, the things they do? You're like, that doesn't sound like a good time. Imagine marrying into that. And you don't even know about it. Like you didn't do your recon before you got married. You're like, a lot of you people, you know, maybe Drew, maybe people are engaged. Like, I haven't had the tradition conversation yet. What's my life going to be like forever? You know, I think personally that everyone with bad traditions either drop them or they should marry each other. I think if you have an awful holiday tradition, like, you know what? This sucks. Yours sucks. Let's just get married and then, you know, raise our kids in hell. Right? Let's see what happens. But, um... <laughs>
Anyways, guys, so I cleaned up the podcast room. And, you know, while it might not be crazy life-changing, it is for me because it was pretty dirty. I didn't really have anywhere to, um, to, to spit, anywhere to go. I, didn't, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't move. If you can't dance, if you can't do the worm in your area, then, you know, you need to clean up. You need to reorganize your life. But I had a lot of fun doing that. Again, congratulations to Drew. I mean, that whole shtick, I was just joking about, you know, Weddings or whatever. You know, I didn't mean it. I did Weddings are pretty beautiful. I love the food. I love the people. I love the arrangements. I love Tony. I love, I love all of it. You know? I, I got it. But, uh, yeah, don't make me the mess, man. I mean, do. Or don't. But I think it would be... I think it would be funny to see... I haven't been to a bad wedding, actually. I think it would be funny to see a best man who really did make it all about... Him. Well, I remember when the food... The, the couple of us got together, right? So I was downstairs rearranging the curtains in my lair, right? In my underground. And I remember thinking, eh, what an interesting choice. But anyways, I went about my day. I had myself a sandwich. Um, I would love that. The closest I got to a interesting kind of ceremony was we went to a wedding and and the priest just delivered a theatrical a, a freaking performance. He was reading their vows. They didn't read the vows together. And he just went, oh, so then the groomsman said to him, good morning, beautiful. And the beautiful responded, good morning, handsome. And they went on and on. Then they went to go have breakfast. And like, what is happening? This was kind of that, you know, maybe this guy grew up in some weird traditions. I don't know how he got so odd, but it was a long freaking play. And he just kept going and going. And, you know, I'll give him credit. He he performed it well. I could see all the characters. I felt the narrative out. But that was as close as I got to actually having a, a bad wedding. But as someone who's not married and who's never planned a wedding, part of me just thinks sometimes that people get caught up in trying to make this kind of perfect day that I feel like people just don't enjoy. But it's a theory, okay? That's just me guessing just spitballing i would like to hear from actual married people and what your time's like so in other news dude i've been waking up freezing cold every morning the temperature's been dropping we've been getting you know 50s 40s and my father okay we like it cold every morning i wake up windows doors wide open just you think we like it's an abandoned house the wind like it's scary it's daunting he's not even home at the time right because i'd be waking up so late reasons being that i uh can't fall asleep and i don't know why that is but i i stay up so late and i've been trying to sleep like three hours a night because i'm thinking eventually my body's gonna have to break like i i fall asleep around five and i wake up at eight so i've been sleeping three hours i've been doing this for the past six days and <laughs> eventually it has to get around 11, 12 at night and I'm just going to be tired. But for as long as my body gets into the nighttime and goes, it's quiet, it's peaceful. Hey, Tristan, we can have whatever kind of fun we want. Mentally, I can't help myself from owning up to the, the possibilities, the intrigue, the space, the silence. I just like to fill it. I like to be a part of it. And I, I just, I get a second wind, literally. I could be dead. I'm like, oh, it's 8 p.m. I'm tired. I just can't stay up. Whoa! Is it time to make noise? And I do all night long. 
But even when I'm laying in bed, it's just my brain just doesn't want to take part. But anyways, yeah, I've been sleeping horribly, but I keep trying to get tired. And there's nothing worse than waking up exhausted and you're freezing. You're like, I'm just, life sucks, life sucks. Oh, what's that? Add a cold. So that's been cool. The other day, yesterday, I woke up like that again. Didn't get any sleep. I woke up freezing. And I woke up to the sound of my dad dragging a washing machine through the family room. I swear. If you could put cameras on the Sartor's family, you would be fascinated at the random sitcom adventures that just go on on a normal day. It was a Tuesday. It's like, what the, what's, what's happening here? And then he's like, oh, good, you're up. I needed some help with this. So we started carrying washings and drying machines down and up the stairs. And then we went all around, went back to the shop, cleaning and moving. And, you know, you never know when you're just going to wake up and, and end up doing some chores. And I'm like, I already cleaned up the, you know, that's what I was going to make my whole best man speech about. I was cleaning the room. Like, I don't, you know, I don't have enough room in the speech to help out. So I cleaned up, but it was fine. It was, it was fine. I don't want to say it was fun. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys, okay? I'll tell the truth straight up. When my dad uh, approached me five seconds into my day and I'm exhausted and I'm freezing, he goes, hey, you want to help me? The first thought in my mind was not, yes, dad! I wanna! No, it wasn't, man. It's the same thing people probably hear in their head when people announce their crappy traditions. They go, oh! Why did you say something? Duh! You know, and now you got to live that. Sorry, guys. To all the people out there um, who are going through some weird and awkward traditions, I'm sorry. I just... <whistles> Hunger Games salute to you. Um, may the rest of your life be splendid. And maybe you figure out a way to drop it. Or maybe, you know, maybe it's not about being angry. Maybe it's just about embracing them. Maybe not, though. That sounds bad, dude. There, again, there's some awful traditions. And if you walk into one and you're just like, there's no way to make this good. You know, what am I supposed to do with this? So I've just been thinking about that. Well, I mean, I wasn't until now, but <laughs> now I am. So what else is happening? That same day I was tired. I ended up watching a boxing match. I don't really, look, I think boxing's cool, but I feel like a lot of boxing matches, unless they're like the great heavyweights, there's just a ton of clinching. You know, people throw a couple shots, they go, cheese. All right, I know this is a boxing match. Well, uh, I'm going, and they just start hugging and holding on for dear life. And then you're like, oh. That was a waste of time. So I watched that the rest of the day for about an hour or two. I watched all the freaking cards. And that was cool. I mean, happy for them. They got money and they got punched in the face. Hey, everyone's got to make a living. So <laughs> I watched that even though I wasn't enjoying it. I felt the need to because I had ran into a guy the night before. And we had started talking about boxing. All right. I was at a TJ Maxx and I ran into this black gentleman. I know what you're thinking. Why does it matter that he's black? Okay. What does that have to do with the story? All right. I, I'm not going to lie to you again and say that I don't see color. I do see color and I notice color and I respect color. Okay. So I'm not going to ignore the fact that black people have way better style than me. Or the whites, okay? So when this guy approached me in the TJ Maxx, I'm like, hey, let me listen to you because this guy was swagged out. All right, I'm saying swag unironically. He looked cool and fashionable. And furthermore, he was wearing a vest, okay? Now, this is what we talked about. He was wearing a vest and he was talking about the vest. And I was like, I just don't know if I can pull off a vest. And 
He gave me the confidence to wear this, okay? This was a black, stylish man, rocking a vest, and he was like, dude, you, sometimes you just gotta be bold enough to wear it, and it's gonna make sense, and you're gonna pull it off. Like, if you just really embrace anything, you can pull it off. I've never thought about wearing a vest. I've always hated vests, dude. If you wore a vest at my high school, you would get beaten up. Again, mind you, I was homeschooled, okay? That's some brother-on-brother -brother violence, okay? That's biblical. But uh, just goes to show how dangerous a vest could be. But this guy pulled it off, and he recommended it to me. And, and I just had a great time talking to him. I forgot about the whole thing I was even looking for. I was trying to figure out some pieces of my Halloween costume. And we just talked about boxing for a while. And I was like, yeah, I, I owe it to that guy, you know, that stylish man who told me I should, t I should take a chance on vests. I'm going to watch this boxing. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it, but I felt, you know, maybe we were connected in some place. He was also watching that and he was thinking, I wonder if Tristan's wearing a vest. I wasn't. I still haven't. But, you know, it's hard to be as confident when the guy's not right in front of you saying, you can, you can, you know, it's, I wish it was like eating my whole plate. You know, if someone just trains you to eat all your food and they just keep on doing it. If someone says, you can, you can wear a vest, you can wear a vest. I can't just go the rest of my life wearing vest. I don't have that, that kind of vest confidence, okay? I would like to be the vest man. <laughs> so that guy was awesome, dude. He was really cool. And yeah, I wish, I wish white people had something cool for him. You know, black people get music. They get athleticism, talent, art, style. I, I got nothing, dude. White people got nothing. What do the white people do? What do the white people get? Geometry? I don't know. Uh, accounting? I don't know anybody in accounting. I can't even give you the the stereotypes and, and what they have in there. There's probably, you know, they're probably beating us there too. Go check it out. But, uh, and they're all rocking vests. Oh my goodness, dude. Imagine just a whole accounting firm just full of stylish black men rocking vests. And like, yeah, by the way, we're winning in all of it. Gosh dang it. I want to, I want to have something. I, I want to wear a vest. I should have worn a vest. Should have trusted him. He looked me dead in the eye. He said, "You can pull. You could do that. You could pull it off." And I, I didn't get it. I had the vest in my hand. I put it back on the rack. What was more embarrassing? I ran into him later. You know, we we left. We left TJ Maxx, and then later in the day, I was getting snacks, and I saw the guy, and he was still rocking the vest. Still looks great. I was able to identify him, freaking a mile away. I was like, "Dude, why is that guy so?" Oh, that's the man. Yeah, I could tell. And uh, and he saw that I I wasn't wearing it, and I didn't get it, but. I had snacks, and he had snacks, and there was just more bonding. Where's this guy at? I wonder if he's thinking about me. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was super cool. We talked for a long time. Ended up talking about football. And by the way, about football, okay, the Browns won. Now, I don't know how much you care about this, but just know the Browns beat the best team in the league in a game that we had no chance using not our second string, not even technically our third string, but our fourth string that we had elevated from the practice squad. And somehow we won. Just know that all odds were against us and somehow we pulled off a victory in a game where people were saying, don't even watch it. It's going to be so embarrassing for Cleveland. Don't even go check it out. And me and this gentleman had talked about that. We're like, yeah, I just don't know if it's going to happen, but we're all, we're both holding out faith and it's the power of best confidence. You're able to have belief and faith in your team. And they won, dude. So happy for the Browns. Anything else happening in football? There's a, a weird thing going around. There was this lady last night in the Chargers game. Again, I'm I'm going very vague and like football, football, because I don't know how people care about me just reporting the scores. In other news, the Chargers won 17 to 20. They didn't win, but 
Yeah, there was a lady at this Chargers game, and she was so bananas for the team that they kept cutting to her the whole game. She's like, ah, yes, you know, I'm, I'm doing that. <laughs> Harold Sandler sounds. But she was just crazy, crazy for the team. And they kept cutting to her. And everyone's like, why are we cutting? Is she a celebrity? What's going on? And apparently they're like, this is a plant. So they're thinking that this is the first, like, industry spy you know that you got to put in there to cut so you could be like yeah look we do have fans who love the team it's like people are representing and um they brought her on to a sports show today this morning to talk about it like hey so give us a story and she's like i'm just a crazy fan you know me and my husband have season tickets and you know our boys we all play football we all love it and like anybody does they find information I don't know how people get the photos and news and secrets that they do, but within an hour of everything that they, she just said, they break it all down. They find out that her husband was not at the game. They said that they've been going to every single game as season ticket holders together. He wasn't there. Interesting first line. Okay. Then they said that she's been a lifelong Chargers fan, goes everything. She's just diehard for it. And people find photos of her celebrating in a Vikings uniform now, going the same amount of crazy. And I don't want to claim that you can't be fans of two teams. I'm not, okay? I'm a ride or die with my my vest man, okay? Cleveland all the way. But it is interesting, and you can't help but think there's, like, some sort of weird conspiracy. But I don't even know what the conspiracy is. Like, even if they get caught, like, oh, yeah, you were a paid fan. But how sad is that for a franchise where you're like, hey, we, in this stadium of 60,000 people, we're hoping that we're just going to pay one person, you know, like 20 bucks an hour. Just cheer on the team. Like, they couldn't find anyone else out of all the people that was like, yeah, here we go. It is a wild little thing, but it's crazy. The, the stories that come out of sports, sometimes they're not even about sports, largely, especially recently. Like, very little do you even hear if you follow football at all. Is it about football? Like, the whole thing that swept the nation for the past few weeks is the whole Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Taylor Swift, if you don't know, is a, a popular pop musician. I don't really particularly listen to her music. Doesn't mean I don't like it, all right? I'm going to say that because I've seen a lot of the Taylor Swifties go hard and attack some people who have said otherwise. It's not that I don't like it. I just don't listen to her, all right? What's that? Oh, song is as loud as green doors. That's all I know, but I just don't listen to it. I have nothing wrong with her. But she... Musician dating a tight end, a football player on the Kansas City Chiefs. And it took the world by storm, dude. Another one of those things where people start thinking, is this fake? Is this for media? Because numbers have risen. People are buying jerseys and sales and his followers. And, and you know, I don't know what Taylor Swift is getting out of this. I don't know if she's really skyrocketing. She's been way more popular than the, the tight end. But it's just been crazy that during the games, they cut to her. Like, over the game. A guy was scoring a touchdown, and that's your moment where you get the big celebrate. They cut away from the guy to see that what Taylor Swift is thinking of the touchdown. She's like, yeah, this is your touchdown celebration. So it, it is just kind of wild, you know, and happy for him, I guess. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not a Chiefs fan, and I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but I did see a lot of people were upset that there was just so much Taylor Swift news. And I get it a little bit, because I was like, I, I want to read statistics and get some stats. and And I feel like there's also... A portion of people, they're like, oh, who are these Swifty fans? Because they start learning football. This is how devout these people are to Taylor Swift. Not only, dude, to turn on a, a sport, something you have no care about previously, because someone that you like is now at the game and they might cut away to it. That is a crazy fandom, dude. I'm trying to think of 
my favorite kind of celebrity. Like, who would I? I don't know. I don't even know. Like, if I saw Bugs Bunny in a soccer game, like, am I going to flip that on? I mean, if it was real Bugs Bunny, probably. But, like, I don't know. Like, I just can't imagine watching something just for that cause. So it's it's super cool to have fans that are that crazy. But people just don't like that everything's tailored because you do what you do for views, right? You're like, oh, numbers go up. And people aren't going to stop watching football. They're just like, yeah, we're going to watch it. But everybody's talking. The Swifties are learning football and they're talking to each other. And it's just a good time. I don't mind it. I really don't. Um, I'm curious about it. I'm more curious about Maryland, the Chargers fan, than I am about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. But people are bent out of shape about it. They really don't like either of them. And that's where I've watched <laughs> Swifties. Dude, the people, the fans, like, they have no knowledge of football. They learned it so quick. They taught each other that they're scolding the actual football fans. Like, hey, Taylor Swift, she's ruining the sports or whatever. And they're like, hey, you don't know anything about football. If it's covered too, the safeties are dropping. Like, they've learned it so quick. They're picking it up. And then furthermore, this is probably the greatest thing, is that so Travis Kelsey had gotten hurt. There's a whole debate in football where you play on artificial turf grass versus like on natural and you get more injuries on the artificial stuff. But it's cheaper to maintain, I guess. It would cost a lot to replace. So the NFL hasn't done anything about about it and they've been trying to get people to get more like that's across the whole league natural grass so Travis Kelsey gets hurt on artificial turf and everyone's been saying for years get rid of the artificial turf get rid of the artificial turf and then <laughs> the Taylor Swift people go oh my gosh Taylor Swift's boyfriend is he's hurt we can't be having artificial turf anymore and, and okay well maybe we should listen okay these people are clearly riled up and that would be I think that would win over everybody who has beef with these new fans, they're like, okay, you know what? You've single-handedly saved the game of football itself. And that's kind of awesome. <laughs> so we'll see, dude. If they get that done, magic. All right? I don't know where Maryland's fans are. The crazy Chargers fan. Chargers fan. But, uh, you know, maybe they'll do something impressive too. But I don't know. I don't know what else you can do. Um, yeah, the Browns are winning. It's cool. Still not a fan of our starting quarterback, but he wasn't playing. So I felt completely happy and thrilled to, to just hop on that bandwagon and, and rock out. In other news, guys, uh, is it news? I don't know if it's news because I don't know if it's out. I've been working hard on that Halloween thing. Again, I've been working. We're in the tail end. I will tell you that much. You know, we've got some art coming, little cover thing. And I'm in the final chapter. It's just a lot of like playing back and you have to try and find like no copyright music that's just free and, and legal to use in your thing. And, and you're like, does that fit? No. And you go through it all and you can spend a freaking hour of your time just to find out you don't like it. Right. That's a long time to go through something like, mm, never mind. It's like watching a whole movie just to be like, I don't think I'm enjoying this. You should be able to come into that conclusion a little bit sooner. It's kind of like. Fall in love with somebody with a bad tradition. And that's that same, like, feeling of betrayal. Like, I wish I would have known. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. It's been a lot of my, my time there. Having fun. I'm happy to be here with you guys. I really am. I had somebody comment <laughs> on a recent episode of the podcast. He's like, you got to stop doing this crap. If you've done 136 episodes and it's still not picking up these views, the views that you're getting on these Bob's Burgers impressions and the ranking, things like that, just keep doing that. Leave this crap behind. It's not good. And very rude. Okay. But it was a probably the weirdest stance that anyone's ever attacked me from. Like it was weirdly supportive. 
He's like, dude, your other stuff is so freaking great. Cut this crap out. I was like, all right, okay. You started off nice, right? Keep doing it. It's getting good views. It's cool. We love it. But also, hey, what you're doing. Like, oh, you know, you like the outfit I wore yesterday. You didn't like me. <laughs> and and then I, I, I responded to the guy and I was talking about, dude, I I could probably I, I could farm the views, I think, if I just, was just became an impression channel or just, you know, whatever I can do. I feel like I could definitely, you know, this podcast doesn't get a ton of views and it was never meant to. And I've talked about it, especially with the onslaught more of people that have come to join around with this fantasy fun land of adventure that uh, it's not done to be popular. It's not made to succeed as more as it is a creative outlet. I just do it for the genuine excitement that I have for doing it. You know, if I was doing just a bunch of and the same with those videos, I didn't make those so they could get a lot more views. I did those just because I wanted to be doing them. You know, if I started just doing YouTube videos that I didn't want to do, that's the same as any other kind of job. You're like, I'm just putting a bunch of effort, wasted creative energy. And this, the YouTube isn't even a job. This podcast is the job. This isn't where I got income. This is purely for the sport of it. You know, it's like if you start playing guitar. And you're just having fun. You're playing these songs. And someone's like, hey, you know, by the way, the people really like it when you play those other songs. Okay, so stop stop doing your crappy little written folk music. You're like, but I like these ones. You know, I do it for me. I, I just, I love doing what I do. And it's for me first and foremost. And if anyone's crazy enough and like-minded enough to be like, okay, we relate to genuine, authentic Tristan. Like this is just me just talking, having fun, making fun of weddings and traditions. Those kind of people who just follow along, I love to have them because there's like when you're not doing anything for views, when it's just your true, pew, you know, that's just me. There's no, there's no filter. There's no, nothing here. Uh, I like that because there's a, there's a closeness, there's a bond. And I appreciate that even more for the people who come around and stick around. Like that's insane to me. But that just goes to show that you guys are also nuts. How about that? You know, so not only was making fun of me, he was making fun of you. What are you doing liking this stuff, you people? How are we getting like 100 views an episode? What are you guys doing? You're following around, sticking around for these stories? Ringing nerds? I'm kidding. I love you guys, and I love the show. I love doing it. So if you guys like to have fun, then I like to have fun with you. <laughs> um, anyways, guys, I think that's all I have to talk about at the moment. But, uh, yeah, I love you. Um... And I love hanging out with you. Is there anything else I wanted to say? I can't remember. The problem is, like I said, it's it is earlier in the week. Did I say that? If I didn't say that, hey, by the way, it's earlier in the week when I'm recording this. Um, but so I haven't had a full week of of things experiencing. But we may do. We made we made a good time out of it. And let's wrap it up like we always do, dude. Congratulations again to Drew and Carly. Hope you guys have a beautiful wedding. Hope it's not like you know. Not fake, but I hope it's not stressful. I hope it's not uh, anything more than you can handle, anything more than you would want, and nobody puts ideas and what you have to make it like some sort of perfect, sustained chapel. You know, you just do what you do. Did you have fun? Um, whoever you hire is the best man. I hope he does not talk about curtains and cleaning, okay? And I hope that you maybe hire somebody for real because they can represent you the best. Um, and congratulations again to all the birthdays out there. Can, I've, can you say congratulations to a birthday? I don't know if that works the same as saying happy birthday, but I feel like there is something to that. The world's hard. I would go, dude, congratulations. You made it another year. 
Reagan. I maybe that's a little backhanded, <laughs> the way, especially the way I said it. Hey, congratulations, because like I, I've seen you drive. I've seen you try and feed yourself and take care of yourself, like financially, like for real. Congratulations. I know this has been a tough year, you know. Like I mean, not for everyone. Like the world's doing fine, you know. Like we're doing well, but you just seem like you know you didn't have it together. Congratulations, though. Thanks. I would have liked a happy birthday, you know. Congratulations to you. Um, yeah, so all the things, all the things. Let's get ready because next week is Halloween episode. Happy, happy fun time. Again, also, yeah, submit your fun, fun, spooky stories, something crazy and wild. I want to be scared. I want to be wowed. I want to read whatever I read and go, what the frick? And we're going to watch me dissect that. Or freak out. I might just run out of the room. If it's too scary, the podcast might end. Because I don't deal with the supernatural. I don't believe in the supernatural. But um, the stories that I will share next week, they're a bit spooky. Okay? And they're pretty supernatural. They're pretty phenomenal. And there's not really an answer. Because, like any good story, you don't need an end. If you have a solid beginning. So, yes, guys, thank you so much. I will see you. Hopefully, the respective thing is happening. I love you. And I'll see you in the football in Maryland. Peace.